Hello and welcome to our little podcast. I am Zoe Lyons. And I'm Jen Brister. And this is Big Views on the Small News. Why have you called it that, Jen? We've called it that because uh, <laughs> there's too much news. There's, it's news overload, isn't it? It's it's information overload, that's what they call it these days. Is it? Oh, right, that's sorry. what they call it, information oh, overload. Right. Listen, it's not your fault. No, You've I've just been bombarded. I've You've just, been bombarded. There's too much information that I can't even get the name of my own or what the content of our podcast is correct. It's, yep, that's a symptom of the current society we're living in. So what we've decided to do is we travel around the country on a weekly basis doing little gigs here, there and everywhere, don't we? Oh, the joy. The yep. joys. The joys of travelling up and down this fine system of transport systems the UK has provided for us <laughs> and what we thought we'd do is find some of the the quirkier stories the smaller stories even even smaller st- no the bigger stories from the smaller places that's is what that, we're doing is it? that what we're doing yeah basically every the gigs that we've been away for we've just collated bits and bobs of news from local newspapers and we're going to talk about those mm. we there's so much other news out there, but it's all depressing. So we've decided to pick some stuff that is actually some of this is also depressing, but but, but it just seems but a little local. more relevant, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's local. This is the farmers' market of news. That's what we're providing. This is boutique news. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is what we're providing. Well, this is what it is. So well, anyway, deal with it. it. So, so uh, where have you been this week? Well, right. well, where have you got inf- news from this week? I have been here, there and everywhere this week, Jen, but um, I, um, I did pick up a fine newspaper as I was passing through the glorious town, Stroke City. Town, I think, of... City? Hatter, Halifax? Halifax. I think, it's, I think it's a town. It's a town. Can I tell you it's a rather charming location? You can, you can absolutely say that. I went with fairly low expectations and I, as but I got off the train... Be, I went, that's I, not the first time you've been to Halifax, come on. It is. Is it? Genuinely the first You've never done that off the cab gig? No, because it's in Halifax and it's way too way far away. So <laughs> I can tell you it's a long, long it's way so away. Long. It's further than you think and I've driven it. It's, that should be the sign as you drive into Halifax. Halifax, it's further than you think. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, mate, I've needed a piece since Birmingham. It's exactly as far away as I thought it was going to be. It's nine hours, mate. But it's a, ch- it's a charming little place. It really is. Um, they make um, Quality Street there. The Quality is Street factory. Quality Street? Yeah. Oh, right. And Hang on I'm, a second. Isn't that Nestle? The no. Nestle? Is that Quality Street Nestle? Don't think so. It's not? No. Oh, right. No, it's Sorry. Quality okay. Street. It's just Quality Street. Quality Street don't have their own brand of chocolate. It's not like Quality Street have brought out Quality Street. Quality- oh, oh, I don't know. Isn't it? Because, like, Cadbury's have brought out roses. Yeah. So then, who's brought out Quality Street? Quality Street. Oh, right. Yeah. And they also make Rolos there. Well, who's made Rolos? Um, don't know. What, Quality Street? No, no, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Quality Street made Rolos. Listen, I'm pretty sure they're both Nestle, but anyway, There was a on. man in my gig who used to work in the Quality Street factory. Did he? Was he quality control for the Quality Street? Street? No, he was the big purple one. Was no, he? No, it wasn't. Yeah, not oh, in the middle. It is actually produced by Nestle. Uh, Quality Street are a Nestle thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. There we go. That's all right. We've just, we've just Googled it. <laughs> well, producers just Googled it. It's Nestle. It is Nestle. I've gone off it now. Yeah. What with the powdered mink scandal and everything. Never mind. I've moved over to the Kinder Surprise. I can't even go there. What's white chocolate about? It's not chocolate. No, I quite like the toy. Oh, fair enough, yeah. And they're very handy if you're travelling those little capsules. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly in and out of the South American area. <laughs> 
Lube one of those up, up it pops. Hey, yeah, to Amsterdam. That's right. what you've done. So I picked up the local newspaper, the Halifax Courier, which was one pound thirty-five. I was a little aghast when I handed over my coins to the. I still can't get over that one pound thirty-five for a local newspaper. That's I... quite expensive, isn't it? How much is the? How much is the? Um... Bright Nargus. Yeah, how sixty-five p. Yeah, that's as it should be. Yeah, this Carry is one pound thirty-five, and I don't know whether I'm getting more for my money in the Halifax area. But um, page six, there's a, a story that actually affected me. I'm in the local Halifax Courier. Yeah, I know. This is why we're doing local news, because it actually affects, affects real us. people. Yeah. It affects people. Shock closure for popular pub. You see? Popular pub in the Sowerby Bridge area. Closed without warning this week. And who was affected? I was affected because I was due to be doing a show there <laughs> on the Friday. Yeah. And, and they pulled just, the plug on it. Gig. It was your tour show. It was my it? tour show, yeah. Up until closure, the venture had been promoting bookings for Christmas dinners. Oh, oh that's God. quite oh, sad, sad, isn't it? Yeah, I feel sad for them. Mm, yeah. The Cullendale Comedy Club had also been due to host comedian Zoe Lyons there tonight. The, oh. the, the what? Comedy Club? Uh Calderdale. Calderdale. Calderdale, sorry. It's Cullendale. Yeah, not a brilliant I've never reader. heard of Cullendale. Calderdale. Uh, the event has now been held at the Imperial Crown Hotel, Halifax. I can confirm that's true. And how was it? It was lovely, actually. Very yeah. nice room. Um, very tiny stage, which for me, it was a little bit of a challenge because uh, I'm fairly animated on the stage. Um, so I had to be quite contained. Quite contained. Quite contained. There was a rather large... Um, Lesbian? Hebden Bridge contingency in. Right. God bless them. Yeah. The the gig was a delight. I mean, it was a fire hazard with the amount of hair gel and um, water-resistant clothing in the room. Yeah, but, um, yeah. There's a lot of Hessian happening. There's there. a lot. Of, there, yes. There quite a sort of... You could hear the sort of scratching of <laughs> waterproof clothing. Um, but that was that, and it's lovely at the end. It says, um, "Have you been affected by the closure? Get in touch. News desk at halifaxcareer.co.uk. I'll be dropping them a line. Drop them a line. And and say was, to them. I, I was, was absolutely appalled. I was directly affected by this piece of news. Where have you been, Bedford? I, nothing against Bedford, and and that's not why I wasn't. But it did take me four and a half hours to get to Bedford from, from Brighton. Yeah, and it's a two-hour drive. But this is the thing in it these days. I think leaving the house these days, trying to get anywhere, it's like travelling a few hundred years ago where you weren't entirely sure whether you were going to make it or not. I feel like that about the M25. Yeah. I'm never sure if I'm actually going to get off it. Yeah. I think there have been a couple of times where I think, I'll just stay here. Been round again. I'll just stay, just stay, just literally in this lane for the next, like, day. Um, were you late for the gig? No, because... Because I Googled it, so Google said to me, listen, it's going to take you four and a half hours. Yeah. Or Google did that thing when it could take from two to five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that's really vague. Cover your arse, yeah. Google. Yeah. So your arse, like, Google. Could you be slightly more precise? I went, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the fact they'll take four. And it took four and a half. So um, I wasn't late, but you I wasn't happy. early. But you weren't happy. No, I wasn't happy. I wasn't. But I did pick up some very interesting news. I mean, I don't know if people of Bedford know about this. And, and for anyone that doesn't live in Bedford, but there's a new... <laughs> there's, a, there's a new branch of Wix opening up. Now, this was top news in the Bedford Times and, Ex- Bedford Times and Citizen. Uh, Wix have launched a new Bedford store. Uh, and it will be opening on Tuesday... Oh, today. Oh, it's today. Oh, my God. We're so relevant. Oh, my God. It opened today. 
and it was have your say DIY day at Wix, and you could go and have your say about DIY between twelve and four pm. But you mean I mean, have your say at DIY? Well, just you... turn up and go. It's not for me. Leave. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. I don't just like it. DIY. Never, never been into it. If I'm honest. Uh, and it te- just to let you know, in case you weren't sure what's available at Wix, all the things you ever need for DIY. I mean, I'm not really sure how this is news, mm. but it, I, there we are. And uh, they're looking to welcome visitors through the doors all weekend and local residents to come and join in the celebration. The celebration. There's actually a celebration taking place all weekend. Uh, and so for those of you who live in Bedford, don't waste your time. Mm. I mean, your plans are already arranged. Head out to Wix in Bedford this weekend for a D-A-Y... D-A-Y. A, a G-A-Y. Yeah. It's a cross, it's a cross between D-I-Y and G-A-Y extravaganza. Yeah. There'll just be there'll just be men in uh, with big moustaches wearing hard hats uh, singing uh, have, show tunes. Have you ever been to the opening of a DIY shop? No, and uh, I, think the, I think I don't need to. I was once booked... Um, oh, no. Yeah, Not- inappropriately... To um, not too far from here, actually near Lewis, um, a plumbing store. Um, they were having. So do what? Before I carry on, I have to There's say, a... dear listener, if you can hear snoring in the background, it's, <laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not me. It's not... Oh, I, don't, I don't have some sort of weird sinus issue. It was, it was a border terrier yeah. snoring. This. It's very comfortable though, isn't it's it? It's very it's wedged between myself and Zoe. <laughs> I'm actually keeping my leg warm. No, no, that, that's, that's a motorbike. That would be a motorbike. That's a border terrier on a motorbike, which is a different sound. But I was once booked to open um, uh, uh, a relaunch, a plumbing store in Lewis. So, so you were booked to open it. So, what, what happened was, Jen, a PR woman, and we all know oh, those, yeah, 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 pashminas yeah. worn on the inside, <laughs> constant blackberry action. <laughs> Um, came to see a comedy show in London, saw me and thought I'd be the perfect person to do a spot of entertainment for plumbers at 8 o'clock in the morning oh at the launch of a new plumbing section Do you know what I, of a DIY store this, on the outskirts of Lewis. There's so many of these dreadful PR stories where some PR person comes up with an idea and... Yeah, you already. I can already imagine the horror mm. show that yeah. ensued. It it went exactly as you would imagine it went. I was stood I, between a, a rack of high vis vests and um, and like plumbing equipment, and um, you know you'd think, well, fair enough. Okay, I'm getting paid for this, and nobody need know about it, and I can hide the shame, except. <laughs> Except I love these stories. These are my favourite stories of all time. That Meridian News have turned <laughs> up. <laughs> yes, oh my god, they film it. To film the occasion no. and the horrific death I endured oh. in front of maybe fifteen uh, yeah. bemused looking roughers Well, you know what rough but they were big blokes. Big, big blokes with yeah. sort of those sort of like shovel hands just And you're looking doing at observational material I'm at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing observational material and then it's being filmed for the local news. And the guy who filmed it for the local news, Meridian News, um, uh, lived near me in Kemp Town at the time and I saw him every day for about two weeks <laughs> after that and he couldn't look at me in the eye. He could. He was like that. It was like, oh... Because it was so awful, I died so horribly. No, but you, there was no way that you could. No, there was, was no way of no, not dying. It was not You're doing go. a gig at eight o'clock in the morning to a bunch of plumbers. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. I mean, the, 
It reminds me of one of the worst gigs. Of, it wasn't a gig, but it was a PR yeah. extravaganza. You, I've told you this story before. This is many, many years ago when I did uh, competitions. When you start out doing stand-up, there's a lot of competitions that you can do. And uh, I got through to the final of one such competition, which no longer exists. That's how... Did you break it? <laughs> we broke it. It only went for one year. And uh, the, what, as, as PR for the shows that we were going to do at the Edinburgh Festival... They had us go on an EasyJet flight from uh, London to uh, Edinburgh. And on that flight, we were to do a gig on the aeroplane, mm-hmm. right? But just to say, like, I'm a new comic. I've only got like 10 minutes of material, maybe 15 max. And uh, with the way the PR had set it up was, um, you know those um, phones that the uh, air stewards talk into? Yes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know that we're coming through later on with the drinks trolley. Mm. We had to use that. So we'd come on and they'd go, ladies and gentlemen, just to say we have some comedians on board oh who God, are going to oh God, oh stand-up comedy that they will learn to be doing at the Edinburgh Festival. Were they just a regular... Just a regular audience, like, not regular audience, just a regular customer <laughs> on, an, on a flight. Some of them were like, you know, going to work or coming back from work or whatever the hell they were doing. We were on this flight... I think I was on. I think I was on first. I say on first, and it, the, what, what the worst thing was is that the, the thing kept cutting out. So they were going. Oh. So they go. So comedian <laughs> later on, two minutes at festival, and I was like, but they can't hear you. They can't hear you. <laughs> so then I came on, and I was like, hello, just so then it's like. If you want to go faster. And that was the punchline. And anyway, no one's listening. I mean, it was just absolutely horrific. People would, because you get a free newspaper, would just have the newspapers just up in front of their heads. Oh. And the thing was, you had to come up from the the, wherever, the seat that you were sat in. You had to walk up from there because there was no space. It was such a small flight. And then as you did your bit, then you had to walk, walk back. Walk back whilst everybody sat down who, would, who wouldn't get eye contact no. with you because they were like well firstly I don't know that wasn't funny and secondly I didn't hear what you said and thirdly what why? was that what was that why do people and think this is a good idea that I've was a PR it was PR PR yeah happy days anyway I digress oh well back to my newspaper the Halifax Courier just a little picture story here which is always good in the podcast isn't it a picture story um a little story there. Lorry gets stuck in Norland Lane. Oh, I'm oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, gosh. That's quite is... a big lorry, though. Uh, a lorry ran into a spot of bother. Oh, that's quite quaint. There's nothing, but there's no information as to what that bother was. Well, it, on Wednesday morning, when it got stuck down a narrow Norland countryside lane. Oh. oh. Hannah Doyle sent us this picture. Oh, Hannah. Well, good for you. Yeah, well, it's a picture of two blokes in high vis looking at each other, going, right. <laughs> that is a big lorry, though. To be fair, I mean, do you think? Do we think Satnav misdirection? I think, I th- yeah, I think Satnav. I think that is a person that does not know the area. Have you ever got yourself into a situation? Yep. I was once in. I was so th- I saw one of those people that's so thick that if the Satnav is telling me to go down a, a footpath across a river, I'll yeah. go. Oh, all right. I think I need to cross this river. Yeah. I'm that person. I'm an idiot. I was once in the car with my other half and um, my wife drives, according to her. And um, 
The I, I, hope she, I hope she listens had, to this. The arguments we've had in the car. And we were somewhere in, I think we were in Bruges. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Like a sort of medieval city centre. Right. And we got a little bit lost leaving the city and sort of went down a lane that had walls on either side, you know, well, like houses on either side, sort of a medieval sort right. of cobbled street. And it just seemed to get narrower <laughs> and narrower. <laughs> and now, until we couldn't go any further, and the only option was to go back. And Oh, my God, so then you have to reverse. Reverse. And it's difficult reversing oh, if forward isn't even your forte. No. So, um, yeah. So what happened? Did you, it, did you tell her to get out? We had a massive yeah. yeah, it was a bit like that scene from um, is it Austin Powers where he does like the forty point turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. was that yeah. <laughs> in a medieval Bruges lane. Yeah. Well, Cindy redeemed herself that day. I have to say. How? Well, after the sort of getting stuck in the medieval alley episode, we were driving out of Bruges on the motorway, and a car shot off the motorway in front of us. Oh my god! Just shot off the motorway in front of us, and. Uh, my old half is medically trained and she just whacked it into the... We just drove into the hard shoulder and she got out of the car, got into the boot, got a little first aid kit and ran down the side of the motorway and climbed into an overturned car. And I have oh my never God, been more, more turned on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cindy wins. Yeah. So that beat getting stuck One nil. Yeah. What you got? Well, I've got... Back in, I'm back in Bedford still at yeah. the uh, Citizen Times, Times, Bedford Times and Citizen. Anyway, uh, newsflash, there was an attempted robbery on uh, between 4.10 and 4.30pm. Uh, I, I haven't said what date. Um, when a, a woman was approached uh, uh, by an offender trying to take her handbag. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he didn't manage to take her handbag. Right. So that's it. That's it. So there was an attempted robbery. <laughs> this is news. The man is described as white, slim, wearing a dark hoodie. And I like. Do you know what I love most about this story? Is mm. that the detective is called Constable Zach Kozlowski. Wow, that's amazing. That is Zach Kozlowski's on the case. <laughs> that's, that's Bedford. I mean, what's the CSI? Isn't that it? Is it? We've got hey, Wachowski and Kozlowski are on it. Kozlowski. Zach But what is brilliant is, can you imagine if there was a local newspaper in South London or something and it was like, there was an attempted robbery. The newspaper would be the size of the yellow pages. Yeah. Oh, somebody attempted to rob someone. I mean, that is not even news. It was a robbery that never happened. But anyway, anyone who's been acting suspiciously, though. she was probably distressed, but, you know. Get in touch Manor. with DC Kozlowski. On 101, quoting reference number, blah, 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 blah. I just... Come on, Zach, because if you're going to be... He, he had no choice, did he? He do had to be a copper. A, do you think Zach he was Kuzlowski? a... A tight slack and a leather jacket. I've, well, I, I, I mean, I, you, those hats, what are they called? Not, you know, like in the 50s, the men used to wear those hats. What are they called? Trilby hat. Oh, brilliant. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he's wearing a sort of, you know, a Mac. He sounds like he's a flasher now. Yeah. No, but do you know what I mean? Zach Kozlowski, brilliant. Anyway, Fabulous. that I mean, I love. I just very much enjoyed that as news. Um, some adverts now in the Halifax Courier. Massive auction this Sunday. Massive auction. 
UK auction house in Morley. What's available? Oh, mate, everything. I've never been to an auction, but now I'm sorely tempted having Have seen you not? this. No. Oh, you've got to go. They are loads of fun. Oh, you want to buying stuff you don't even want. Well, you can. Uh, it's got Victorian and Edwardian vintage furniture. I'm in. Chinese bronzes and others. That's vague. Uh, designer watches and jewellery. I don't believe it. Vinyl. Market stock. What's that? What's market, market stock? stock? That is so vague. Brick a brack? No, no, because it says brick a brack separately. Market stock. stock. I don't know. Oh, stuff you'd sell at a market, like towels and st- stuff. What? No, it can't be that, I can it? Need... Pottery, glassware, bikes, petrol tools. Petrol tools. What's a petrol tool? You know, like a tool that is oh, powered by petrol. Jesus wept. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. Hand tools. Vintage postcards. <laughs> this was the bit that got me. Taxidermy. I mean, you don't get enough of that, do you? You don't, really. I thought the arse had fallen out of that business. Do you know um, a mate of mine went on a taxidermy course? Oh. Catherine. No. My mate Catherine went on a taxidermy course and they give you... When you turn up, they give you, and I'm really sorry to apologise to anyone who is vegetarian or indeed vegan, um, but they give you, they use lab mice and... Um, to start with? Yeah, they're not alive, they're already yeah. dead. Um, and uh, you you have to take the bits and bobs out and then you stuff it and then you can put it in, you can create scenes. So they've got Butch Cassidy in the Sundance scene and they've got Jesus Christ Superstar scene. With mice? <laughs> And you, you can pay for this course. In fact, it would be, no, be no surprise to anyone that it's in Shoreditch in it East is. London. Uh, and you can do this course. So if anyone's interested in taxidermy as a, what would you call it? Sideline? Hobby? A skill? Is it a, it's a skill, isn't it's it? It's definitely a skill because, yeah. Yeah. You've... And you can take, you know, as you go up and you, you become more skilled, that should your pet die, you can, no, no. You can taxidermy your pet. Oh no! It's Anyone? Just... Would... They always look so startled, don't they? Taxi. Well, I suppose you would be. Would startled. be if you yeah. just <laughs> had, you know, just had your innards pulled out and something, you know, it's been the... replaced with. Uh... It's the beady eyes. They've just got that look in their face, haven't they? That yeah, yeah. It's not right, is it? No, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm not a vegetarian. I quite happily eat meat, and but I'm not sure how I feel about. I totally understand when somebody taxidermies their pet because they miss their pet. Do you? Do they, they do. These people do. And then they can always look on the windowsill and there's their little cat looking out the window and they don't need to... You know, the cat could still be alive even though the cat obviously oh, is dead because no. it never moves out of that position. Oh. I don't know how I feel about it, but I feel like if people seek comfort from it... I mean, I feel a bit weird about it if it's like, you know, like an elephant. What is it stuffed with? (laughs) I don't know. What would you put... Because I'm thinking it's wood chippings. No, it's... Oh, I tell you what it was. It was that kind of um, plasticky, cottony, woolly stuff. Plasticky, cottony, woolly stuff. Okay. I might have made that up. But I do know because some of it started to come out of its... Yeah, and how do you taxidermy a mouse's arm? Because that's very thin... You can't. No, so what would you do then? Just varnish it? That is a really interesting... <laughs> <laughs> varnish it? Because Run they look... Seal? No, they look like real arms. Yeah, they have to have real arms. Otherwise, they... It's not... They won't stick on. Otherwise, arms. it's just a bobble. 
Yeah, because it's just a body. Yeah, it's got to have its tail and its legs still. But what? How do you taxidermy a mouse? Well, tail to be honest, one of the one of them, the tail fell off. Oh, <laughs> is this too much? And I think I think eventually the feet and the if you don't do the right thing by it, the feet just flop off eventually. That is a bobble, then, isn't it? It's just a bobble. Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why well, you're better to go for something bigger. I would start with an elephant. <laughs> But only, only one that had been... Well, don't tell Hugh Fernie Whittington. No, no, killed naturally. Not killed naturally, died killed. naturally. <clears throat> right. Died naturally, yeah. So there's taxidermy, cast iron vintage plaques, bric-a-brac and car boot. Now, I would have thought all of the above would... And it says, and lots, lots more. Wow, how can you add any more to that? What else is there? Thimbles. Trident missiles? I mean, what else can you get? I like the way I said thimbles and you said trident <laughs> missiles. This is a lot about us, our personalities, doesn't it? We come to you. You don't hang on, pay what, us. We, we come to you. What, the on. auction comes to you. Oh no, hang on. This is house clearances. House clearances wanted. Oh, cash right. paid immediately. Cash paid for antiques. We come to you. You don't come to us. Well, of course they've got to come to you if they're clearing the house. You can't just bring your house, house around, can we you? Don't, we don't come to us with your house. Can I suggest they've well, just I mean, wasted that wordage? I don't live in a caravan, wordage. mate. They have totally wasted yeah. the wordage there. That was the, the unnecessary information. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Because uh, I didn't know about this creepy clown thing. <laughs> now, I I realise... It's because of the information overload, Jen. Is it because of the information overload? Well, it still made it into the... I'm still in Bedford, mm. Times and Citizen. And this was an incredibly long article, which I pulled bits out of that amused me. Um, because I wasn't aware that there was an army of clowns stalking the streets of Britain. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah, it's common news. This is common news? Yeah, killer clowns. Killer clowns? Well, they're calling them killer clowns. Wowzers. Yeah. So, anyway, one such killer clown in Bedford on Friday, which must have been last Friday, uh, a killer clown with a knife chased two children aged 11 and 12, which sounds pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, and it's one of a dozen ordeals that I have not been aware of. Um, and uh, girls were playing netball at a school when a prankster in a red wig and a blue jumpsuit scared the <laughs> and sparked panic. The so-called killer clown craze appears to have been inspired by some pranks in America, yes. blah, blah, blah. Um, this is actually international news. This is now turned into international news, and I didn't mean it to. Yeah. But the only other thing I'll add on to that, because obviously this did start in Bedford and we've gone international, it's already got bigger news than we intended. Um, is that it's upset professional clowns who work in circuses and are legitimate clowns and not killer clowns. For example, uh, we've got Rob Bowker, who's a, sp- a spokesman for Clowns International, who said, you know, uh, that they, these idiots bring in the art of clowning into disre- disrepute and it's incredibly mm. frustrating. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, Bowker says, look, they're just idiots wearing clown costumes and it isn't funny. Bowker, who works under the name of Bibbledy Bob, added... <laughs> I just wanted to say bibbledy bob. <laughs> Clowning is an art form and it takes years to learn and these people are hijacking the costume and scaring people. You're absolutely right. Bibbledy Clowns bob. have always been scary though, haven't they? I mean, wasn't it poltergeist? Wasn't it a clown in poltergeist? No, it. Or was it it? It was it. Oh. And then there was a clown in... Well, John Wayne Gacy, that's who made it creepy, didn't he? What's that? He's a serial killer. Oh, and did he dress he up, dressed as, a up as a clown? Oh, well, that's where this is coming that's from. That's where this yeah. is coming from, isn't it? It's that thing in serial killer. But apparently, pre-1980s, yeah. none of us were scared of clowns. No, that's not true. All right, pre-1970s, then. Nobody was scared of clowns. How did you come up? Where did you get this information from? <laughs> because I read the whole article. 
And it's and, and this is what they actually think. In this the, this guy, this guy, this clown guy said, "Listen, back in the day, in the sixties, children loved clowns. Nobody was scared of them. And only recently, since we went, they're a bit creepy. That we've gone, yeah, hmm. no. I don't know how I feel about clowns. I don't. I, I went. To, I was taken to the circus as a child, not to, to watch, not to perform. And um, depressing. Yeah. Um, it's really not my thing. Weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, whose, whose thing is it? I always remember John Gordillo's got such an amazing story about his dad taking him and his son and he didn't want to go to this, this circus and he's got this really funny, long, meandering story about uh, about them going to the circus and it pretty much captures exactly how I imagine it to be, just just, just depressing and sad, full of sad yeah. people doing things that they wish they weren't Yeah, in front of 12 people. Anyway, still comes to ten. Well, that's you know, I suppose clowns have got to branch out, haven't they, into scaring netball teams? Really. Mm. Mm. A feature article now in the Halifax Courier. Oh, is this a featured article? This is a featured you article. You haven't. Why did? Why have you saved this for so long? I don't know. Um, keeping safe at Christmas because it is now uh, November. Uh, we are on that. Depending how long this takes to get edited and it comes out in April. It, it'll be get building up to Christmas again. Um, uh, hazards at Christmas. Avoid common uh, Christmas hazards this year. Like baubles. Yeah, with it, well, you laugh. Oh, you, you mock. But what's this kitten doing? Is well, it crazy? I know, look at the, the, the picture of a kitten tapping a bauble. Whoa, and this is exactly what they're talking about. With the Christmas meal, usually involving several saucepans simultaneously bubbling away... A sweltering packed of a sweltering packed oven. <laughs> a sweltering packed. I mean, it's a hot oven, isn't it? Well, you'd expect it to be sweltering. I mean, you're cooking a chick, a turkey in there, aren't you? Well, I mean, you go on holiday in Spain; it's sweltering. It's roasting in an oven it's because roasting. that's what it's doing. Yes, it's not sweltering. No. It's not unusual. You don't open it. It's not unseasonably oh, warm in here. I wasn't expecting that. Sweltering packed oven and a marathon of chopping, slicing and carving. It's no surprise that the kitchen is where most festive injuries happen. I mean what injuries? Apart from I mean I mean be specific. What that what is an injury that's happening in a sweltering uh, well, busy kitchen in, at Christmas that wouldn't happen in a kitchen any other time of year? Well, there is obviously the danger of minor burns. That listen, I've already look, I've got I've got a burn here just from the oven the other day. Oh, that was—that's was a result of touching a sweltering oven. That was—I was a very sweltering. I was yeah. sweating away. Oh God! Uh, so I don't buy minor this story. burns. Uh, you've got to run it under cold water immediately, and then wrap in cling film. Yeah, whatever. I I, this 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 is a non. This is one of those non-stories. It's not. It's a non-story. No, no, it's advice. This is advice. It's helpful advice for the people of Halifax. Um, how it? It's not necessary to wash your meat these days. Did you know that? Good, because I haven't been washing my meat for quite some time. <laughs> don't wash your giblets or your turkey. You mustn't wash your turkey. I don't eat turkey at Christmas. Why? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Yeah, I don't like it. I haven't had turkey at Christmas for quite a long time. What do you have at Christmas then? Um, some other kind of meat. Right. We had paella once. Oh. I know, I know. It goes against everything you believe in. Bloody Europeans. Because my you mom... won't be having paella now post-Brexit. <laughs> It'll I be know. turkey every I've, Christmas. I had to have a word with my mum. 
And the, uh, here we go. Are there dangers in the home? Around a thousand people a year are injured annually by their tree. That's annually by their tree. What? Because the tree falls on top of them. Just because they're idiots. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. Although, saying that, my, the tree fell on me a couple of years ago. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> it did fall on me, yeah. Yeah, that was because of the cat. The well, cat... this is another danger. Cats and children. All very well. Baubles and glistening lights are all very well, but they are uh, irresistible to cats and children. <laughs> right. You see, this well, is what it's saying. I, I do. I've definitely got, I've got... I haven't got the former anymore, but I've got the latter. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure at Christmas to be out having lots of fun, keeping difficult relatives... Difficult relatives happy, draining bank accounts to buy presents. No wonder it can become a bit overwhelming. Well, thank you, Halifax. That's mm. really opened my eyes to mm. uh, to the dangers of Christmas, of mm. which I wasn't aware prior to. It's become a bit philosophical here at the end of the at the end of the piece. Oh yeah, help yourself by focusing on what you do have rather than what you don't have. Mm. Oh, it's good to that's, that's good advice. Yeah, 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 that's good advice. What do we have? We've got a turkey and family love. We've got I've got a sweltering oven. That's what we've got. I've got an oven that's sweltering. Should we be doing this North Yorkshire accent? Is that race? No, it's all right. I'm from it's the a North. regionalist. Lancashire, but not... Well, my mum. Yeah, well, that's yeah, even worse. That's, that's worse than being from the South. So have you got one more to, to wrap up on? Well, I'm going to wrap up on this one, and I think oh. it's actually because I feel like I, it's a call for help, because I was also in Bournemouth, so this is another Bournemouth story. This is from the Bournemouth Echo. There's a restaurant called Old, Old Rojo, Mm-hmm. which is a uh, Mexican restaurant. And for all the people that live in Bournemouth and Poole area, now listen, uh, the owners of, o- of Ojo Rojo... Ojo <laughs> Rojo? It's called Ojo Rojo. Ojo Rojo, that's, all, that's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Try saying that with a mouthful of dentures. The owners of Ojo Rojo in the triangle <laughs> call for everyone who had taken... A, basically, they've had 150. They've got these taco, like ceramic trays where they've been people eat off, and they've all been nicked. And they've said, can we have them back, please? Um, they said we'll give a £2 donation for, to the charity shelter for every return tray and they'll get free tacos. What, so they'll bring a tray back? Bring the tray back, just fess up and say you nicked it and they'll give you not only free tacos but they'll put two quid in for shelter. So you have to return to a restaurant that you have stolen property from and they'll give you a free, they'll give you free tacos and you sit there awkwardly. You can have a takeaway. Ask for a takeaway. We'd have to have a takeaway. You can't sit in there and eat your tacos. Knowing that you've nicked... Well, especially if you've got to eat it off a different tray. Yeah. That's awkward, isn't it? Don't, don't... I don't need a tray. I've brought my own. I've got three of them at I've home. I've got three, yeah. Yeah. So, you could turn up with your tray. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, and then legitimately uh, 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 get a free tacos. Mm-hmm. And then take that tray, come back, and, and- then... Give that tray in and then get free tacos. And you could do that on a loop until... I don't know how long this free amnesty goes on for. It, 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 to infinity and beyond, wouldn't it? But also, you don't, if you're clever, you don't go back. You get a member of your family to like go back. Like pass it on, like you a loyalty on. card. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God, like a loyalty card. Yeah, like a sort of... But they're not even aware of it. No, they don't know what's going on. Oh, no, that's brilliant. my God, that's brilliant. It's almost worth going to Bournemouth well, for a free taco. I mean, I actually was trying to help these people out but what we've actually suggested is there is a massive a hole. massive loophole yeah in their um... but not to worry nobody's actually returned a single one <laughs> <laughs> however they, they still made a 200 pound donation to shelter 
well, which is what they'd expect to get if they got all their, their trays returned. So they've made the donation without getting any of them back? No, one's, the amnesty didn't work. So, nope. they're, so they're still down 150 taco trays. And, and, they're, and they're down 200 quid now, yeah. Oh, la it's rocker. Not oh, rocker. Oh, rocker. Okay, so let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> this news item up. Sorry. Uh, so let's wrap. <laughs> and so, in short, uh, well, we've gone through we've gone through quite a lot of stories. Haven't I we think today? we've covered an awful lot of local we've issue old, stories that affect rocker. people directly, and therefore is much more valuable news than anything you'll see on Sky, CNN, or BBC at the moment. Absolutely, I totally agree. I mean, I where think... else would you hear about the old Rojo ceramic plates? No idea. Where so, else would you hear about an attempted robbery that wasn't a robbery? Or the uh, sudden closure of a pub in the Sowerbury area. Or the lorry stuck on a bridge. Or the fact that Wix is opening in Bedford today. Which is great for the economy. That's yeah. crazy. All those More jobs. All those doomsayers post-Brexit. Yeah. So, uh, favourite story? I, well, look... What's your favourite story? I think I think the thing I enjoyed the most was the actual it was the um, was the massive auction this Sunday uh, advertisement. I've got to say that was my favourite. Was it? Yeah, I, I think my stories just didn't come up to par. I think that massive auction. I think only because auction, there is everything that you could ever actually, want to buy. Not even the massive auction, but the house clearance. But don't worry, we'll come to, to you. you. Don't bring your house to us. Yeah, yeah, that's my favourite. Just for sheer. I mean, just for stating the obvious. Stupidity. Yeah. I'm going ma- I'm going massive auction. Well, we'll be doing more of these, won't we? We will. I, I, due to absolutely no demand. Oh, no demand. And where are you going in the next few weeks we might be getting oh, news from? Oh, mother in hell. Are you asking me what my... Um... I'll be in the Liverpool area. Are oh, you going to be in Liverpool? I'm going to be... Oh, I don't even think I know where I'm at. Well, it'll be a surprise when we read your stories then. I'm in somewhere called... Little Hook? Wow, okay. Little Hook in Hampshire, is that a place? Well, I look forward to the yeah. news items for the Little Hook area. If, in the meantime, you have your own local news items that you feel that we should be made aware of, you can send them to Jen and I at bigviewsonsmallnews at gmail.com. That's bigviewsonsmallnews at gmail.com. I'm expecting... Tons. In indeed. And Man. I, I'm expecting... I don't even... I'm expecting. I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, yeah. And I'm that's what I like about you, Chen. Yeah. It's really endearing. Well, yeah. I'm going to email. I'm just going to email it I'm going to email myself yeah, as well, yeah. yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah. Until next time, my friends, that is the big views on the small news. Keeping it real. <laughs> Stop. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>